Hi, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the program. Glad to have you tuned in on this, uh, you know what, increasingly beautiful weather. I hope it's as pretty right now in uh, your part of Texas as it is where I am. I have told you all along, I never hide where I, well, I hide where I am exactly. Uh, no reason, I just didn't wear a fancy uh, outfit today. But uh, my jeans and my work shirt that didn't get pressed, that's it. Because this is radio, folks, that's what you do. But anyway, uh, I'm in the Metroplex in Collin County, broadcasting from my office. And uh, uh, so, anyway, it is beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. It was about 65 or 68 degrees when I walked Zeus the dog three hours ago. And it looks like it's going to be a really pretty week. Things have greened up and started growing so rapidly. Dylan Reed is taking the guest shot at running the boards for me uh, on our network. And my guess would be that we're going to have a little bit of a hard time getting some calls today because I, last I heard there are some football games on TV and on the radio right now and some rebroadcasts of high school football. So it may be a little bit difficult to get calls. I'm not going to give the number right now because Dylan is trying to figure something out on the return line to my headphones. I'm not hearing uh, the uh, the broadcast. I didn't hear the intro. He said, no, we're live and all that's good. So he said, just go ahead and take it. And when we get to the break, we'll figure out uh, why that is and uh, and uh, how to figure that out. But uh, we can we can do it. I've worked in worse situations somewhat. <laughs> so stay with us. We're going to talk gardening live on this uh, this middle part of uh, September. And uh, then I'll give you the phone number when we're ready. You know, if you called me right now, I would just wouldn't even hear your lips flapping. But uh, worst case, Dylan will have to repeat the questions to me or, or text them to me or something. We'll figure that out. It's no big deal. Um, the middle of September, uh, we're not quite there yet, but we will be soon. Middle of September is another one of those turning point moments in gardening because it, it in my mind, means eh, you're really too late to be planting almost any turf grass, and you're really too late to be, uh, to be uh, planting uh, most vegetable crops in the northern two-thirds of the state of Texas. You need to get your wildflower seeds sown right away. If you're going to be planting wildflower seeds, let me give you some tips, and I'll do that in a minute. We'll get the program up and running here, and, and uh, we'll talk about wildflowers, and we can we can uh, talk about uh, a lot of things. So let me give you the phone number. Dylan uh, thinks that we have the return line fixed up, and I'll be able to hear your calls. And I'll know as soon as I hear the first uh, commercial play uh, in uh, in the break in a moment uh, that isn't my commercial. I hear myself, so that's no problem. Uh, the phone number is 888-256-1080. Please give me a call right now. This is what you hear from the voice of the talk show host. I really would like to have some calls. Every talk show host in the world says that to himself or herself as she goes on the air. I hope I get some calls today. I told my wife as she dropped me off she needed to run some errands, and I said, this may be a tough day because we have a lot of competition out there right now uh, for football, namely football. We're in Texas. 888-256-1080. I got to tell you something before I take my break. I got to tell you something of sportsmanship that I witnessed last night. We have uh, two granddaughters who are involved with McKinney Boyd High School, and we went to their uh, game last night, and uh, we uh, we watched as we always do. We support uh, the the we, we. My wife is on school board in McKinney and has been for thirty nine years. Very, very 
involved in in the school system and very supportive and beloved in our community. When I'm introduced in McKinney, people say, oh, you're Lynn's husband, and I like that. That's a great feeling. Anyway, we're there supporting the the, uh, fine arts, the band, at halftime, and they were playing uh, Plano West Senior High, and Plano West came out and did a very lovely halftime show. They did a beautiful job. And then they left the field and stood at the end zone to watch uh, the uh, the Valadoras, the, uh, the drill team, come out and, and do their thing. And then the halftime show where the uh, halftime king and queen and uh, the academic king and queen were announced. And then the announcement was that the McKinney-Boyd band would be performing after the game because of UIL rules of the length of the halftime show. Well, okay, we'll wait. And the game was terrific. Uh, Plano West won with eight seconds left on a field goal, 41-yard field goal, by three points. And so we stayed, and out came the McKinney Band. And I noticed across the field that everybody left to go home to Plano West, except for this huddled mass down toward the end zone. And I realized that's the Plano West Band. They stayed, and they applauded, and they watched. And that was neat. It's neat to watch fine arts support fine arts, because a lot of times there aren't parents who even bother to come. That really was nice. So hats off to Plano West Senior High for that. That was class. All right, here's our first break, and then we'll try some phone calls. Once again, let me give you the number. Let's uh, let's fill up at least one phone line. Fill it up all the way full, 888-256-1080. Dylan will catch your call. He'll get you screened and, and ready to go on the air with me. Any gardening question that pertains to uh, to urban horticulture. I don't do pastures. I don't do chickens. That's not my, not my knowledge. But anything in urban horticulture, I've been doing this 44 years, 45 years now, commercial uh, gardening. Uh, I'm sorry, urban horticulture. I've been doing commercial broadcasting that time and 50, 52 years, uh, if you count my extension service work before that. Um, 888-256-1080. There is one thing I would ask. Uh, St. Augustine diagnostics turn into really long questions, uh, long answers. And I have that answered on my website at neilsperry.com. So if your St. Augustine doesn't look quite right, that's the place to go to see photos and to get that one identified. But everything else is fair game. The website is neilsperry.com. I'm about to give you that in this ad. Uh, my website is the place you can go to buy my book. Lone Star Gardening. This is a book that I wanted to do my way, not uh, through a publishing house. And so I self-published the book. It has uh, 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs. And uh, Carolyn Skye was my editor for this book and Cindy Smith, the graphic designer. The book uh, is exactly what I wanted because it tells the story of every aspect of outdoor gardening for every county in Texas. Publishing houses, I've written four prior books, and they wear you out. Neil, we have too many photos. We're going to have to cut some photos. You get to choose. Cut out half of your photos. Ah, don't make me do that. Uh, we, we, we don't have room for these charts. Take them out. They take too much room. It's going to cost too much. Neil, we want to do a paperback instead of hardback. No, I, I'm just, no, never mind. And that's the way it's been. And, and I just decided, okay, I want to self-publish. I'm going to keep the cost as low as I can. I'm not going to put it in stores. I'm not going to go through a distributor. I'm not going to go through a publishing house. 
I'm not going to try to make the, the top dollar on the book. This book would be 55 or $60 in a bookstore. It is $32.95 while I still have the few hundred remaining copies of the fifth printing. The stack is uh, down to maybe half of a pallet now. There aren't many left. And so if you want these, this is the fifth printing. I'm trying to get them all cleared out before we give clear sailing to the sixth printing. There are two paragraphs different in the sixth printing, and they address the cold of uh, February 2021. That's all. Just those two paragraphs, and you know that happened, and it doesn't change any of the rest of the book at all. Now, here is the way you can get my book. Oh, Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. People tell me that's the best part of the whole book. And then Chapters 3 through 11 cover specifics in great detail of trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables book is not in stores and it's not on Amazon. You buy it from my website or you call my office Monday through Friday business hours. The website is neilsperry.com. You'll be getting a signed copy and my guarantee of your satisfaction or a full refund. 75,000 copies sold and not one request for a refund yet. There, it'll happen someday and I understand that but it hasn't happened yet in five printings. All right, so here are the two ways, neilsperry.com. That's the better way. Or you can call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way is at neilsperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. At Mueller, they believe in value. Their Value Plus buildings are pre-engineered. They feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant, and they come backed by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But True Value never stops. At just a quality product at a reasonable price, True Value shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company will stand behind their product after the sale. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or a metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision, and Mueller will provide assurance before and during and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money, you get more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call Mueller today, 877-2-MUELLER, 877 3553 or visit them online at MuellerInc.com. Again, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. MuellerInc.com. Mueller means value. I'll have more after this message. Thank you, Kelly, very, very much. And indeed, we have phone calls and I have audio in my headphones. Life is wonderful. So let me give you that number again, as Kelly Robinson just did, 888-256-1080. Call right now, won't you please? Let's go to Karen in North Zolch. Karen, good morning. You well, okay? Dylan, yeah, there you are. I'm doing great. <laughs> How about you? Okay. All okay. right. How can I help you? Um, the ground cover that's growing like crazy right now that's got the little uh, yellow flower on top, um, is there anything that you can do to get rid of it without, you know, killing grass, too? All right. This is a ground cover that you planted and don't want any longer, or is it a weed? No, it, it, 
it's it's a I guess a weed. Um, you know, it 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 just uh, it grows in the spring and it grows in the fall. All right. And where is it growing? In turf grass or in in shrub beds or where is it? Uh, mainly in turf grass. Okay. Yes, I don't know what ground cover you have because there are several that have small yellow flowers. Sheep sorrel is okay. oxalis, and it's one of them. It it uh, will cover the ground. It doesn't have any vines. It's a little straight upright plant, and then you have you have some others. But they're all uh, because of the way you described the the flowers. They're all broadleafed plants. Uh, meaning that they're not grasses, obviously. And you can control all broadleaf plants with a broadleafed weed killer. The common thing to all broadleafed weed killers, Karen, is they all have a, a chemical in them called 2,4-D. It's, it's numbers, uh, well, two numbers. Okay. The number 2, comma, 4, and then a hyphen, and the letter D, like in dandelion. It's a long okay. chemical name, but that, that long chemical name starts with the letter D. Uh, any hardware store or nursery or feed store will understand when you go in and say, I want 2,4-D, or they're used to hearing people say, I want 24-D. They, they interpret that okay, but it's 2,4-D. Uh, okay. That product, and it usually will come blended with two other weed killers, that will kill all of the broadleafed weeds. You need to read the directions on the label. Uh, carefully so that you don't damage your your trees and your shrubs by just spewing it all over the world but it will do a beautiful job that's a product that's been around for uh, 60 years Uh, when i was a kid in college station my dad was doing the original research on that product for texas a&m and i helped him when i was a kid and if you looked at me now you'll say man that was a long time ago (laughs) <laughs> but it does it does a very good job. It, it it doesn't work overnight, but it will do a very good job within a couple of weeks. And the well, weather right now is perfect for it. The weather's perfect. Okay. Okay. Uh, could I plant any kind of grass after I get it killed out now, or should do you have to wait till another time of the year? To yeah, plant you probably want to wait till spring. It's getting pretty late okay. to be planting grass, yeah. Okay. Okay. Can I ask you one more question? Sure. Sure. Um, I have some kind of a, a um, mm-hmm, something that I planted that are, are nodules, uh, if that makes any sense. And it's a, something that comes up just a separate plant, and it's a very pretty plant. Uh, uh, it has a flower, gets a real tall if you let it, but it goes, it, it's gone crazy. It's taken over a whole flower bed. Is there any kind of anything that you can use just to get rid of stuff like that? That, that is the, you know, kind of flower i think it was called like a morning uh, beauty or american beauty or something like that and then the flower that comes out it's like a red with a yellow it looks like fire very pretty it took like three years for it to ever start working but now it's just coming up everywhere out in the yard and flower beds choking everything out is there anything that you can do to either control something like that or just get rid of it i am trying my best to think of what you might be talking about i don't that's not that's not triggering a name yeah um you're Uh, trying to eliminate it or just keep it under control yeah well i'd love to be be able to keep it you know and stuff but you know like i said i i I pulled it up and i pulled up the nodules and the next year it it comes up not even in the same place but it comes up someplace else you know and stuff i'm thinking that i got i don't know what it is from that description um, mm-hmm. it okay. may, it's early well, in the program. Maybe, maybe somebody will call from that name. I, you're going to have to have a better name than that. Okay. Uh, okay. The nodules well, are probably, 
Yeah, if you can get the name, I, especially, yeah. this is going to be a reach uh, probably, but if you can get the scientific name, then we're all set. But if you can get a, okay. a really accurate common name, what I would suggest is take a photo of it if you have it and get into mm-hmm. a place like Producers or, or some other place in, in Bryan or College Station and get mm-hmm. it identified. And okay. then we're okay. then we're set to go. Then we're ready. Okay. Well, I'll do that and then call you back another week. How about that? a girl. I'll look forward to it. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. All Bye-bye. right. All right. Have a good day. William is in College Station. We'll come to him next. Let me get a, a break out of the way here, William. Stay with me. We have three open lines at 888-256-1080. We'll probably play pretty well in College Station, Bryan area, because, <laughs> because I know who's on TV right now. And not quite as interested. Uh, 888-256-1080, the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour. We are live and uh, love to hear from you, really want to hear from you. Uh, uh, so anyway, have uh, plenty of openings for you. 888-256-1080. My electronic newsletter is called eGardens, Neil Sperry's eGardens, Electronic Gardens. And it is uh, free to you, always will be free, always has been for 18 years. I have ads in it, and and, uh, they're inconspicuous to you. I mean, they're not offensive to you. Uh, They're right there, and they're clickable if you're interested. I hope you will be, because they're very wonderful advertisers. But to the point, there are five stories in each issue of Neil Spray's eGardens. I write almost all of them. Diane Sitton this past week, two days ago, on Thursday evening. It comes out Thursday at 6 uh, p.m. And Diane had one of the most beautiful stories she's ever written. She's written for us for uh, all 18 of those years. And she wrote a story this time on uh, garden uh, decorating and, and living in small spaces. Maybe you have a zero lot line house and you want to have a, a beautiful patio and, and decorate it beautifully. This is gorgeously illustrated with her photographs. So you need to see this particular e-gardens from this past week. Uh, but also, I always have a featured plant of the week. I always have gardening this weekend where I outline the things that are most critical for you to get done on that weekend right now. That's uh, that's what I do. I tell you on Thursday what you need to do on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday so you can make plans ahead and get the materials bought. Um, then we also have an expanded Q&A section. I spend more than a day each week just doing that. Um, I bit off a lot on that one when I suggested that we try that back about six months ago. Anyway, that's what eGardens is about. You can see what it looks like. I hope you'll sign up for it. You'll join more than 80,000 people who subscribe to Neil Spray's eGardens. But it is free. I'll never spam you. I don't give or sell your email address to anyone. Take a look at it. You have to go to my website to look at it, and that's where you sign up for it. And from that point on, we'll email it to you through constant contact. Neil Sperry's eGardens, and you go to the uh, eGardens page, the link, and that's where you can see the last uh, several issues of it. Neil Sperry's eGardens at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. More after these messages. Thank you, Kelly, very much. Kelly Robinson there. Kelly has been my friend for... 35 years, I guess. Long time. Uh, phone number, if you'd like to call, 888-256-1080, 888-256-1080, as we broadcast live on this uh, 10th of September. It's a big weekend for memorials. Our grandson, Alex, is an Aggie, 
He's in his, uh, he's in his third year. Oh, my goodness gracious. And uh, Alex will turn 21 on Monday. And um, you always rejoice when you have a birth in the family, and we really rejoiced when Alex was born. And for all the other grandchildren, we have bought the newspaper the day they were born. And that newspaper was just hard to buy. Just didn't buy it. So, anyway, it was the day after. We still celebrated, and we still hugged him and loved him and still do immensely. One of the kindest, nicest young men you'll ever meet. That was a tough time. Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, let's go back to the phone lines. Again, 888-256-1080. William in College Station. William, this is Neil. Good morning. Uh, what do you think, Dylan? Is William gone? Sounded like it. So I just got a doop and he's gone. Okay. Jason, you say? And where is Jason from? Jason, where are you from? Bowie. All right, Bowie. Nice town. How can I help you? Jason speaks the same language William does. Sounds like it's uh, intergalactic there. Is he still there or was that uh, evidence of not? Okay. All right. Jason, are you there? You know what? We had trouble with line two last week. All right. Jason, are you there? Yes, sir. All right. How can I help you in Bowie? I just wondered when to put out the weed killer for the winter growth. You're talking about the pre-emergent? Yes, sir. All right. Um... I will bend my rule just a little bit. Uh, can you do it by three o'clock today? <laughs> well, uh, maybe. I just... Yeah, normally I normally I will say between the twenty uh, fifth uh, of August and the fifth of September. Um, I you'll still get very good control, uh, very good prevention. It needs to go out as soon as you can, really. Okay. And I, yeah. I, okay. Well. I was being a little bit sarcastic, but it really does need to go out this weekend, if at all possible. As okay. soon as as soon as we get temperatures down into the 60s and some rain, uh, the 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 winter grasses, the cool season grasses like annual bluegrass and rescue grass and ryegrass, will start to germinate. And um, I think everybody in Texas knows that Bowie is is very close to the Red River, and so you've yes, had cool weather, and you're going to get cool weather tomorrow night. So I'd get it done this weekend. Yeah, they're they're saying maybe in the mid fifties tomorrow night. I so know, I know. Those little seeds uh, are waiting to germinate. I think you better uh, hurry. <laughs> well, in the mid fifties, I I think it'll be nice weather. Do you know how cold that's going to seem after this summer, and then by by March, that's going to seem like time for shorts and t-shirts. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right. Well, I think you answered my questions. So I I'll appreciate let you get your on call. Everybody else. All right, All right, we have a long line waiting. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right, bye. That was as sarcastic a comment as I ever could have made. We have no line waiting. It is 888-256-1080. I found a long time ago on radio that it is much better to be honest with people. If you don't have a foggy clue of an idea for an answer when somebody asks you a question, it is so much better than to say, I never heard of the plant you're talking about. I can't help you because I don't know that plant. It's better to say that than to prove it with what you just would come out with as your answer. And uh, so I just about said that to him. I didn't mean to uh, sound uh, 
weird on it, but anyway, I'd love to have some calls. 888-256-1080. As I said, not to scare off my advertisers, as I said when I started on the air today, uh, you know going in when you do a broadcast on a Saturday in Texas, you know, uh-oh, William's back on line two, and that's the one that was not working last week. You know going in uh, in Texas uh, Saturday morning, Saturday early afternoon, that you fight some odds of, uh, of football games being opposite you, and uh, you take that chance. But uh, anyway, I appreciate all who do listen very, very much. And uh, strangely, uh, it may seem, the ratings remain very, very high and consistent, so I don't worry about it, but it does make it a little bit harder to, to get phone calls. William, let's give it a try. Are you there this time? Line 2 is not our friend, it seems. Are you there this time? <laughs> there you are. Yes, I hear you chuckle. Yes, sir. How can I help you? Uh, yes, Neil. I, I actually was listening to you on WTW, and uh, they just cut you off and went to the went to the game. Oh my uh, goodness! Imagine such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, my question was uh, starting a winter garden in this area. Uh, I don't have any mulch. I'm using the natural soil. Uh, it's more of like a, a a clay sandy soil. I'm not, I'm sure you're familiar with it. I grew up in College Station. I grew up learning how to garden in the Brazos County soil. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm 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 from here as well. My whole family's been here forever. Did you go to Consolidated? I actually went to Bryan High. Oh my goodness gracious! All right, I got you. I'll I'll talk to you anyway. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, my grandfather was a doctor here and taught at A and M as well. Fabulous. Mine as well. Uh, but now I, I was. Um, my question is: uh, starting a winter garden in this in this soil, what's going to be best? with the mild winters we've been having as well. And also my sweet corn I planted in the time frame on the packet was a, it seemed to be a little late, and pretty much this, sum, this summer just killed it. I mean, yeah. I was like, well, and water restrictions didn't help none either. No, and you have a lot of sodium in the water in Brazos County as well, so that, that doesn't help a lot. Timing in, in planting a vegetable garden is critical, and uh, so many of the failures that we run into with vegetables have to do with if we run into a, a three-week rainy spell in the spring or we get busy or whatever, by then it, it can be too late. And you just have to say, all right, I'm not going to have that crop this year. That happened in 2015 when it was so wet. And mm-hmm. a lot of people put the stuff in too late and, and wondered why it all burned up. And that can happen. Sweet corn in uh, in Bryan College Station needs to be planted uh, probably about the 15th of March. Unless there is a, you know, if you get to the 15th of March on a given year, we'll say 2023, and there is a cold front coming in and you see that there's going to be a frost immediately, then maybe you delay it by five days. But but that's the, the planting time. That's... That's uh, a week or so after your average freeze date, and that'll get it in and out. And you choose a you choose a, a variety that has a fairly quick um, uh, maturing germination. Uh, well, no uh, time from time of planting until harvest. There are some okay. varieties that are made for the Midwest that may take uh, twenty or thirty more days to to mature. They have bigger ears, and they're great. But they don't do well in Texas because it takes them too long to mature, and so you don't want you don't want to plant those. Uh, there is a really good fact sheet on sweet corn uh, on the on Aggie horticulture on the Texas A&M website. You might want to get that, 
and uh, some okay. variety recommendations. But stay with the 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 this extra sweet. They have the extra sweet gene and the quick maturing varieties. You might want to buy from southern sources that uh, that respect the southern climate. Um, that mm-hmm. will My help producers. Uh, well, yeah, that's a local, and, and they would be able to help you. That's a, that's a very good source. They're very good people. But if you, I was thinking about mail order, but yes, I I think if you lean on them, they will be able to help you very much. And I noticed on my screen that you're talking about for us, uh, 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 you you referred to it as a winter garden. It would be a fall garden. You can certainly yeah, do that, garden. and you would you would plant uh, your sweet corn uh, in um, probably about the first of August so that it would mature. And again, you'd use one of the, the quicker maturing varieties, and it would come so off in, in October that way. You have so to, you have to yeah, it is. You have to respect the fact that maybe the winters have been milder, but those that have not been milder have been grossly unmild. They've been horrible. And so, and, and so you have to respect the fact that your first freeze could happen in late November where you are, and in late October, where I am, and they don't normally, but they could, and we have to figure back from that. And right. um, so, I I am about to do an ad for my book, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put some special notes in there that that will be directed at you if if you well you can't hear okay. it. Okay. You can't hear it because your your station went off the air. Let me let me just count this against my ad time on my book. Uh, I did when I when I put the chapter on vegetables in. I did that figuring for you for the fall garden. I figured about an extra month because things slow down uh, when I told you the planting times for each one of the vegetables for everywhere you are. Uh, people will be in Texas um, depending on the, the first killing freeze date in those areas. And so I figured back for every crop how long it would take them to mature and then added three or four weeks to give you peak productivity for tomatoes or in the case of sweet corn, it's going to come off at the same time or for green beans or whatever. And mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time on that chart. I spent probably a week getting that chart ready, just that one thing, that one aspect of the book. Uh, so uh, this this book that I'm about to do the ad for might be of help to you. If you feel okay. it wasn't, if you buy it and feel it wasn't, you're welcome to uh, get your money back. No, no questions. Well, asked. our watermelons are still are still producing. They actually Good. survived through this this. Uh, this they like this the heat. Summer. They like the heat. They like. The well, heat they somehow. were having problems with rabbits. I was having yeah, rabbits trying to my watermelon. Yeah, they don't like the they don't like the watermelon. Uh, the uh, rabbits, but you're right. Well, yeah. Well, I'm glad that I really appreciate you calling back after after you were rudely. Uh, taken off the air. No, I, I think it was that. my fault. I think it was my fault with the a new update on my phone. Uh, right, I, put some weird, oh, weird icon. You. Yeah, I got you. WTW was the first station I was on the air. I was on the air when I was in the, uh, I think, the eighth grade at uh, at Consolidated. Eight, wow. We went over there, and not, not with a regular thing, but just some kind of a deal that we did. But anyway, it is wonderful well, to hear from, from this you. area, and you had some kids in this area. You might have known my, my grandfather, Bill Roman. I know the name. I, 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 I never had kids in the area. I had, um, our kids have all been in the McKinney school districts, but their uh, school okay. district, but, but, uh, I, I left when I was 19 to go to Ohio State and came back to Dallas, been in Dallas ever since, Dallas area. Hey, I appreciate your call. I got to run. Thank you. 
Take Thank care. Thanks for calling back. Cody and Jerry, I'll get to you. We have a Chapel Hill and a Pecos call. I'm going to do a very quick version of my book uh, uh, ad. This Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, thirty two ninety five. It should be and will be when the sixth printing comes out. Uh, thirty-eight ninety-five. So this is a significant sale price for you. Covers all aspects of outdoor lawns, landscapes, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening for every county in Texas. Three hundred forty-four pages, eight hundred forty of my best photographs, and it is available only from my office or only from my website. The better way to get it is from my website at neilsperry.com. N-e-i-l. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. The office phone number is 752-4769. Again, $32.95, and that is satisfaction guaranteed, signed copy, not in stores and not on Amazon. More after these messages. All right, thank you very much, Kelly. Let's go to Cody in Chapel Hill. Cody, I'm going to run out of time, so I really need to have you ask your question kind of quickly. How can I help you? Hi, Cody. Hello. Yes, sir, in Chapel Hill. How can I help you? Is this a good time to... Cody. Oh, my goodness. What was he going to ask, Dylan? Do you remember on Crepe Myrtles? Around the base of it? He was not going to ask about a good time to top his Crepe Myrtle, was he? That was it? Okay. Uh Cody, to be very honest, I've heard that question so many times that I kind of anticipated that when I saw is it a good or when I heard is it a good time. There is never, ever a good time to top a crepe myrtle. It ruins their shape permanently and they, you can't turn it around once you do it unless you cut them completely to the ground and retrain them so that they have their normal shape after that. I honest to gosh, I have spent an entire fifty year career uh, in Texas, trying to get people not to top crepe myrtles. Um, Greg Grant, a wonderful horticulturist, has coined a phrase, crepe murder, and um, you don't want to do that. Please don't do that. If anybody ever buys a house where a crepe myrtle has been topped, the quickest way to get a beautiful crepe myrtle back um, is to cut it to the ground and retrain those vigorous shoots that will come up. It works beautifully. Within two or three years, you'll have a gorgeous crepe myrtle. Uh, if you try to trim them so that you can camouflage it, you can try for 40 years. I can give you a good example, um, and, and they're still visible 40 years later. But I won't embarrass the, the botanic garden where they're trying. They've been trying for a long time. Let me uh, tell you my website before we go back and finish out our phone calls. Uh, my website is neilsperry.com. It's where you buy my book. That's where you sign up for eGardens, my electronic newsletter. It's where you see my 1001 Frequently Asked Questions. All of that is available to you. Rose Rosette virus information, crepe myrtle bark scale, all of that at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. When people think of Mueller, they think of quality steel buildings and durable metal roofing. But the name Mueller means so much more. 
The name Mueller means you'll have a product that's manufactured by Mueller, including in-house engineers, to help design the building of your dreams. It means you'll have a company in business for 90 years standing behind your warranty. And it means you'll get tons of added value, like roofing site visits, forklift delivery, and a Mueller assurance team that's ready to help you along the way. And Mueller is on the cutting edge, designing and manufacturing new products, like their greenhouses and standing seam roofing panels. To find out more about Mueller products, go to MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. Numerically, that's 877 877- Two six eight three five five three, or you can stop by one of their thirty-three locations. MuellerInc.com. Mueller means more. I'll have more after this message. All right, Kelly, you're right. I am sitting right here waiting. Let's go back to the phone lines. We're going to get as many calls as we can in. Always call early in the program, folks, and we won't be rushed that way. Jerry and Pecos, always good to hear from Pecos, Reeves County. How can I help you? This morning, I'm having trouble with my pipeline. Pipeline is easy to Okay, give me the problem. I didn't hear it. Didn't understand it. White flies. Oh, white flies. Leaves. Yes. Oh boy. White open water. Yeah. White flies are not easy. They are. They are very challenging. Um, my coward's answer is going to be that they will go away when you have your first freeze, which isn't very far away, <laughs> six or eight weeks away. And so, um, <laughs> I might be tempted to wait until then and then try to see if they come back. I, one thing I would surely do, Jerry, is once the leaves drop, is get them out of there and send them off to the landfill. Um, or shred them or something. Just get them out of there because the eggs, there out. always are egg masses on the backs of leaves when you have white flies. And okay. uh, they're, they're always hatching and coming on. There's always a new generation coming at every minute of every day. Uh, so I'd get all of the old leaves out of the, out of the vineyard, out of the garden. Okay. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't remember ever having a call about white flies on grapes before. It makes no sense that I wouldn't have, but I haven't. And so I'd, I'd want to do a little bit of research. I'd look online to see what is available. They're very, they may be the most difficult insect to eliminate anyway on any plants, on house plants, on outdoor plants, on privet hedge, on anything. Because they're so persistent, they're 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 resilient against insecticides, but they also are always hatching, and and so people will tell you that you can use, uh, the quote that I like was an uh, a uh, an extension entomologist said you can use malathion on them, but you might as well spit on them, and I thought well that kind of yeah. that kind of tells you how bad they are, but I would. I think at this point in this season, I wouldn't spray. I think I would probably just try to uh, uh, get them out of the way off the old leaves. Uh, yellow sticky traps are very attractive to white flies, and it may be that you, if, if you wouldn't catch too many uh, beneficial insects, you might try the yellow sticky traps. They're available from organic sources. You would hang them in among the leaves, and the white flies would be attracted to those and get stuck to them. It's like flypaper. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried some of those on uh, regular flies on our uh, front porch, and 
I was not pleased with how many beneficial insects I caught, and I took them down after about three or four days. Um, but I, I don't have anything better without doing some homework. It's a fabulous question, and I'll see what I can find out. I'll see what I can find out. I, I do thank you. You bet. Thanks for calling. It's always I spent a lot of time in Pecos with my dad uh, working in Loving County on African Rue when he was doing research on poisonous plants. So, I like you, Kenny. I, yeah, got to run. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Thank you Dylan Reed. Happy gardening.